planted on the ground, the act is sewed together. Bonafide strong, you need leverage to sever. Q-tip from a tribe called Quest. Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, this time, this time, this aren't making progress you're probably making excuses i hear them coming from every corner of the gym from the mats beneath the boulder from 30 feet up the lead wall i hear them in the lobby before i even make it into the gym no not the voices in my head those are mostly quiet these days what i hear are excuses tons of them never ending i'm too short i wish my arms were longer i'm getting too old to climb hard I climb trad, and that's harder anyway. 5'8 trad is at least as hard as 5'11 sport. My schedule's just too crazy to have time to get stronger. I climb for love. Training would kill that. Blah, blah, blah. Lynn Hill's 5'1. Lee Sheftelson is first 5'14 at the young age of 59. 5'8 is only as hard as 5'8, hence the number similarity. I work 40 plus hours a week, now running my own business, have a daughter who's now having a daughter, built my own home gym, train hard, do house projects with my wife who also asked for some time, still find time to help cook dinner nearly every night, and oh, would you look at that, I've made progress every season. Please, tell me more of your excuses. Fact is, we can all look a little deeper and find a few excuses that we're holding on to, and those excuses might just be holding us back. My half crimp game is strong. My full crimp, not so much. For years, I've been able to comfortably half crimp the grips that most people need to knuckle down on. I consider it a super strength. Recently, I discovered a hold that I absolutely cannot half crimp. Everyone else at the boulder that day owned it in a full crimp. I couldn't use it at all. In this case, my super strength became a blinder, an excuse not to improve a glaring weakness. Have there been other times I could have done a move if I'd had access to a stronger full crimp? Positions I don't intuit because I had a hard time closing my hand on a small edge? I can't know for sure, but I know I'll have the full crimp in the arsenal next time around. Even if you are making progress, look deep. Is there something you avoid? A hold type? An angle? A specific type of move? Anything? When people suggest you try that thing, what do you say? Are you making excuses? Uh, so my name is Miles West. I am the director of route setting for Climb So Ill. Um, that's about it. I'm a father of one. I'm the husband of a lovely uh, young lady, Jessica West, who works for Power Company. Yeah, the husband of a badass. Let's let's yeah. qualify that here. Yeah. And and also, you are the conductor of the filth wagon. We can't we can't forget that. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> <clears throat> How long have you been root setting? I have been root setting for seven, six years now. Six. And you've kind of done it all over the place. You've jumped around. Yeah, for sure. I think I think that uh, you know, there's some 
the focus for me has always been to acquire knowledge. Um, and that has fueled this kind of gypsy lifestyle, I guess, a little yeah. bit where um, I'm basically, you know, I've moved to a place, attempted to soak up as much information as possible, um, and then move on from there. So I started in Florida, uh, moved up to St. Louis to set it Climb So Ill. From St. Louis, I moved to Houston to set for Momentum in Houston. Uh, from there, moved on to Chattanooga. I was the head setter for the three high point gyms in Chattanooga. And now I am back at Climb So Ill in St. Louis. Yeah. Are you happy to be back in St. Louis? Love it, man. I yeah, love it. Good, I, good just, crew up there. Yeah. You know the family. They're, they're just so invested in uh, what's going on and um, <clears throat> trying to modernize and, uh, you know, attempting to to kind of always change things up. I mean, you've seen the place. Anyone who knows what Climb Soil is doing, uh, you know, everything from facility to the route setting, I mean, they focus on all of it, which is cool. Very few gym owners are concerned about what trash cans are in the bathroom. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. The details, the, man. It's the, the details, details, exactly. So when, you know, Jess asked me, do you think one of these would be good for Miles to talk about? And when I was flipping through and I read the first few sentences of this essay, I was like, oh, this probably goes better for a root setter than it does for me as a coach even because you're in the gym watching people on these things that you created and I'm sure you're hearing constant excuses, constant I'm too short, this is too reachy, this is too powerful, you know, whatever. All these excuses that we all are constantly throwing out there. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think um, that's natural to an extent. Sometimes it's valid, um, you know, but but like your, your book kind of alludes to, um, a lot of it is just excuses. Um, you know, and, and I do spend a lot of time in the gym. I think as a route setter, sure, functionally, you need to be able to put holds on the wall. But in reality, what we're doing is observing and, you know, calculating. It's our job to know what people are capable of. Um, yeah. And a lot of times it's kind of unfortunate because I do see people check out and just decide I'm not capable of that. Um, and that's frustrating for me because I know they are. Uh, there are just a lot of things that that kind of cloud that. Do you ever feel like you have to dumb down your your setting to help people along, or or does that happen naturally by setting easier grades? You know, what's your thought process there? So I think I think within a difficulty <clears throat> range. Um, we have conversations about, is this too, you know, is the complexity too high? Are we asking too much of a, of a, you know, a V3 climber, whether that be, you know, strength wise or their ability to read a route, uh, you know, and adapt to changes. Um, so within the grade itself, we're having those conversations, um, you know, whether we need to like ease back the complexity, you know, does a V3 climber, even intent, even though intensity wise, it feels like a V3 climb, does a V3 climber know to go foot first to this hold? Mm, Maybe not. Sure. Um, so we do kind of, we ease it back. I, I don't say, I don't consider it dumbing down. I just think being, you know, empathetic and conscious of, of, um, 
the experience that a certain climber has is important. You're the you're the second setter today who has uh, actually one is a former setter now a coach who's used the word empathy and I know you know that's something Tone Day talks about Io talks about um, it's so massively important and I think it really highlights the fact that setters today are a massively different breed than they were. 15 years ago, you know, where it used to just be, let's, let's put a bunch of holds on the wall and then we'll decide what the grade is afterward. We'll decide who it's for afterwards, so to speak. Now you're, you're setting for specific people at a specific level, hoping to help them gain skills and move through the grades. That's, that's a massive difference. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're, it's definitely, um, we're, we're focused. I, I see a lot of, uh, setters in the community now, you know, kind of, uh, studying these other avenues, whether it be psychology and messing with the, you mm. know, the perception of fear or difficulty rather than it mechanically being difficult and how do we play with those things or, um, you know, design we're we're attempting to mix all of these things and i think as the as the industry grows um route setting matures in that way um so we're just trying to do our best you know but empathy is without a doubt i think the single most important um focus for a route setter wow that's it's really exciting to to hear more and more setters talking this way you know um I'm a I'm a, a supporter of setters as much as I can be, um, but there is one area I've been kind of critical of, um, of commercial gyms, and I'm curious to to get your take on it in in regards to this essay. Um, and that's that you know with the the regular turnover in a commercial gym, it's it's really easy for people to get trapped in this cycle of always climbing the same grade, you know, and not trying to progress because climbing the new set is fucking fun. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that really there's so much you can continue gaining by working out these complex puzzles on the new set when it, and that may not be pushing you forward the way that you need. So a lot of it is up to the climber. You know, I don't think necessarily that the climbing gyms aren't giving climbers the tools, but a lot of climbers aren't seeing them readily. Um, thoughts on that i just i'm curious of your take you put so much of your brain power into setting so yeah for sure i i I think that that's an accurate assessment first of all um i agree with you and the things that i've been focused on to try to combat combat that um are shifting away from hard grades i personally think that like a circuit type system seems to work better um Mm -hmm. I, it encourages this kind of, you know, exploration and discovery because you're not in your brain about what grade this is. Um, so you have a little bit, it's a li- open a little bit more for interpretation or for the user's interpretation. Um, so I think that's important. Community wise, I think that plays a big role. Like if you have some experienced climbers in there who who are dedicated to to projecting and circling back and, and that can, that can Mm -hmm. definitely 
cultivate this thing. So I think that's super important. Um, also, you know, I kind of touched on the design thing. I, I really think that plays a role. If you build these, these climbs that are super interesting to look at and kind of excite people in other ways, other than just functional climbing, um, that's my way of attempting to sort of beat them to come back. They still have to yeah. walk past this giant thing on the wall. And even if they've done it 20 times, like if you did your job as a route setter, if it's fair and equitable and fun and it looks super cool, at least they're going to pass by it again while they're warming up. And that's all, that's all that you can hope for. But I think a lot of it is just personality. It comes down to yeah, the climbers. I hadn't thought about how the aesthetics of a boulder in the gym can contribute so much to them, to the repeatability of it. You know, if it's in a prominent place and it looks very cool, you know, I see a lot of your photos that I'm like, fuck, I want to go climb that. You know, I don't have the slightest idea how hard it is. That's not what matters. It just looks like those are features I want to climb on. That looks really fun to do. And if I were in the gym, it's something if I were capable of, I would probably want to go climb every single time in the gym, you know? Yeah. And I think that it's a, it comes off. It, sorry, let me think about this. I think that a lot of people will view this as just strictly a conversation about indoor climbing, but in reality, I'm, and most route setters are attempting to create that feeling of like when you're outside and you turn a corner and you see yeah. this proud thing, you don't totally. care what grade it is. Like right. it does not matter that you've never climbed V12. You're getting on that boulder, like doesn't right. matter. And attempting to try to like recreate that, at least a synthetic, like kind of processed version of it, I think is, is, you know, not the goal, but it's a goal. It's part of it for me. Yeah. And, and creating, you know, not, I think where a lot of people go wrong in what you're talking about is they think I need to create something that looks like that rock that, you know, feels like that rock or whatever. When in reality, you're just trying to recreate the feeling, you know, the, that inspiring feeling you get by looking at it. And I think that's something that root setters today do so well that didn't exist 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, at least not where, where I was, it didn't exist. Yeah. We have the resources, you know, like I said, the, the, um, the industry has matured in a lot of ways. Um, we have the time and, and, you know, the community is, is into that. Um, so I don't, th I think it's a natural progression. I don't think it's that, you know, years ago they were doing it wrong. I just think that right. it's evolved. <clears throat> yeah, totally. Something you said a few minutes ago kind of led me on this this line of thinking when you talked about moving from, you know, setting just harder and harder boulders to setting a, a circuit style. And it immediately occurred to me for some reason how fun it would be to say, oh, I can I can climb all of the yellows every set or whatever. Um now I want to start seeing how many of the greens I can climb or how many of the reds I can climb or, you know, whatever the circuit is. That's a really great way to, to measure progression. You know, if the setters are good and are, you know, 
creating this variety within the circuit, which is the whole idea behind a circuit, I think. Um, then the climbers who are trying to, I want to climb more of this specific circuit are building their skill sets and, and finding, you know, ways to progress within those gym, you know, the commercial setting environment. Yeah. I, I think that it, my personal opinion is that it leads to, uh, circuit systems if done properly lead to uh, much more well-rounded climbers, which mm -hmm. even personally for me, um, is always the focus. I don't want to be good at one thing. I want to be pretty good at everything. Um, and the circuit system allows for that, that, you know, like I said, if we do it properly, um, there's, there's a decent spread of different styles within that circuit. Um, the language changes a little bit. Like you said, they're no longer talking about V4 or V5. They're talking about red tags or yellow tags or whatever. Um, so the language changes, but ultimately like it's a simpler, I think more efficient system, um, to kind of group these things together. And it allows for more of your personal climbing style to come out and you feel better about yourself when you're climbing within this range rather than just this hard arbitrary grade. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really like the, like having a boulder that then has a relationship to other boulders and, you know, it feels more like a relationship when it's, built as a circuit, you know, as opposed to just, oh, I want to go do all the V4s in the gym. You know, these feel like because it's set up as a circuit style, it feels like these all have some particular relationship and it makes it harder to avoid your weaknesses. It's almost like, oh, these, these are a group. I need to do this whole group and this one is hard for me, but I still have to do it. Yeah. And, and, you know, whether it be grades or something like the circuit system, I think most gyms, most setting programs now um, are kind of doing this thing where we're leaving crumbs. So let's say mm -hmm. yellow circuit is, is your easiest circuit. And then the next is orange. If I want you to break into orange, I'm sprinkling little crumbs of all the tools you need in the yellow circuit. Like, right. just like a college professor is foreshadowing and telling you like, Hey, pay attention to this, highlight this. Like, this is a thing for a reason. I'm going to ask you this question later. We're doing the same thing. I'm, you know, not necessarily forcing the tow hook, but I'm giving you the option to tow hook right now because right. in a week I'm going to make you tow hook, you know? Wow. I, I love this concept. Um, you know, these these conversations are short and focused on these essays, but I really want to have, and next time I'm in the same city as you, I will have a longer conversation with you about leaving crumbs because I think that's such a, such a powerful concept um, and something I wish existed more uh, when I was coming up in the gym. You know, I think it's, it happens naturally sometimes, mm -hmm. but having people like you setting boulders that are intentionally doing that and intentionally giving people this path to progression is huge. You're, you're cool. taking away their excuses. Trying. That's the goal, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, Miles, thanks a ton for taking the time to do this, man. This has been like this strange 
celebration tour for me talking to different people about how you know what the the meaning of these chapters are for them so yeah man i really uh, appreciate it yeah thanks man later tomorrow climb better faster the magic bullet we don't tweet we scream like eagles